Wedding Photographers, and welcome to episode number 43 of Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Buscemi, in good company with Mr. Urban, Neil. Neil Urban. What's up? Neil. How you doing? How's it going? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. doing well, man. Yeah, good. Uh, so so listen, yeah. uh, we're going to break a little bit from tradition. Sure, let's do it. From tradition. Uh-oh. And what's going to happen now is we're going right into a Wedding Photographers conundrum. Just straight into it but I, and i want to talk about myself though i mean come on now no and no, i'm i'm kidding let's do it yeah let's go uh, so yeah so so basically here's what here's what i want you to do imagine that you're at neil urban photography stu- studio okay you're at neil urban studio mm-hmm. and you get a phone call okay and you're going to answer that phone call and like just right now and i'm going to play the role of the other person that was on the phone okay you ready to answer your phone? Sure. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. See, I let it go to voicemail and I, I want to get a text message. In. <laughs> God, okay. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Hello. Okay. So, so that, so that I call back, you actually do pick up the phone. Okay. So. Hello. Uh, hi, this is, uh, this is Joe Schmo from Joe Schmo videography. Uh, we're going to be uh, working a uh, wedding together this, uh, this coming up Saturday. How's it going, man? Oh, good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to, you know, give you a call and touch base with you. Um, you know, go over the itinerary together. Okay. And uh and you know, I just, you know, I don't know, can so let's imagine that we just went through the itinerary and let's skip ahead. Sure. Um so yeah, so I need about uh I need about like 15 minutes um, you know, of time, you know, just to with the couple at some point. Is that cool with you to get to get that time throughout the day? Uh what 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 time of day are you thinking? Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I just need 15 minutes of time with a couple in order to get what I need. Um, any, I mean, well, well, I mean, okay, let's back up, go through the itinerary. Um, well, is there, is there a good amount of time, uh, in between like ceremony and, uh, in reception? Um, okay. So let, let, okay, let's, <laughs> I need more details. Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Okay. Wait, let me give you the details of say that you have like an hour to an hour with a couple. Okay. Something like uh, that. And that's, okay. that's what you planned. That's what you scheduled. All Ooh, right. Okay. So, um, and you, and you just kind of like went through everything with, with the, the couple like a few days before. Okay. So now, so, so back to the conundrum. Um, sure, sure. so yeah, so yeah, man, I need about 15 minutes of time, uh, coming up uh, in order to get what we need. Uh, yeah. Do you need that time alone with, uh, you know, just for video? Is it okay if I photograph, you know, while you're there working with the couple? Oh, no, actually like I need like 15 minutes of time with the couple, you know, in order to get what we need. So is that going to be a problem? So I'm not, I'm not allowed to be there or I mean, what, what do you have planned? Oh no. I mean, you can be there. I just need 15 minutes of time with the couple to, to shoot just with them alone. Or, you know, I mean, you can shoot, but, but I need to be able to direct them. Yeah, that's, that's usually normal. Um, is it 15 minutes, huh? That's, I don't know. Um, I mean, we only have an hour worth, worth, worth of work. Um, is it possible as to where you can kind of get your coverage uh, while we're working and then, you know, just kind of finish it up at the end? I mean, if, if we finish early, I mean, I'm, I'm more than willing to give you 15 minutes, um, but uh, maybe like five or 10 if, I mean, it all depends on the schedule. Okay. I mean, I can't all really, right. I, because uh, a wedding is uncontrolled, so I can't promise. And that's pretty much what I'm saying is I can't promise 15 minutes exactly, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll do my best so that you can get exactly what you need. And, and usually when I'm working, I, I kind of let videographers kind of, you know, go in for their, their sweeping shots and, and their, their uh, panel shots, all, all that good stuff. So I try and hook you guys up as much as I can. Okay. Okay. So yeah. And then the other thing too is, um, during the, during the dances, um, Mm -hmm. at the reception, um, uh, we just, we need, I need you to just like not shoot for about 15 seconds during the dances. Uh, cause we just need to make sure that we can get a shot literally, you know, for 15 seconds. Is that okay with you? As long as it's not during the, the first, uh, 15 seconds. Um, if you, you know, maybe mid song, because usually what I like to do is talk to the DJ and see what song they're playing and how, how long that song goes for. But for the first minute of that song, you get a lot of emotion. Uh, so as long as it's like mid song, I'm more than willing to give you that 15 seconds. Uh, but uh, beginning song, end song, end of the song. Um, you know, sorry, no can do, buddy. 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Cool. I was just, I just wanted to see how you would respond to that. Okay. Um, Because I didn't know if I was like, I don't know. I I wasn't too happy with that phone call. (laughs) But I also, it was fine. It was all good, you know? No, no. Is it someone that you heard of? Is it someone that you work working for the first time? Um, yeah, never never heard of him. Never heard yeah. of him. And so I just got that phone call like on Friday for my Saturday wedding that I just had. Mm-hmm. And okay, so um, this was the this past week is to where this was this, yeah yeah okay this was just so this you already shot week. the wedding and everything yeah I already shot the wedding so I can even give you the follow up but okay um so yeah I mean like when when he asked me for like the fifteen minutes I pretty much said what you said towards the end there I was like you know, Hey, um, you know, I, I, what I usually do is, you know, when I'm done with the setup, if you want to go in and and work for a few minutes, you know, I'll do the best that I can to, to let you work something in there, Mm -hmm. um, in between. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens because you know, we're, we are on a schedule and blah, blah, blah. And he was, he was like, okay with that, but you could tell he was a little not too happy with my answer, you know? Yeah. But actually it was the stuff. It was the 15 second thing that kind of pushed me over a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, (laughs) And I just wanted to see how you would respond to that because my thing was this. What I told him was, I basically told him, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, I, I, I will do the best that I can, you know, to not, to give you that 15 seconds. But mm-hmm. I have to also be honest with you and say that if something amazing is happening, if there's a tear dropping from a mother's eye, if something incredible is happening, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to shoot that. Yeah. Like, like, I'm just going to have to. I was like, I had to be honest with him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was not happy with like that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, so you mean you, you can't give me 15 seconds? And I'm like, well, listen, I will do the best that I can, you know, because he just didn't want the flash with the rolling shutter during his thing. I was like, yeah, right. man, absolutely. Like, I will do the best that I can to give you that 15 seconds. But I, but I, I, st- I still have to be honest with you. <laughs> if something amazing is happening, I have to do my job. I'm half, I'm going to have to be able to shoot that. And yeah, so I yeah. just need to be upfront with you about that. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't like that very much. I mean, um, but that's completely understandable. Um, but yeah. I can't, I can't blame the guy for at least calling you and sure. asking. Absolutely. At least, at least he didn't do this like you know right before the song started. One hundred percent. And another thing, I would, I would have told the guy is that uh, you know mid song, I usually put my uh, fourteen to twenty four uh, millimeter. So when you see this big, uh, this big bowl uh, of glass on my, on my camera. Um, I'll be shooting that for like 15 seconds probably. Yeah. And I usually don't shoot flash when I, when I have that sucker on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would be a good window of opportunity for him. But yeah, I, I kind of get it of, of where they're coming from. They don't want those, um, those, those yeah, stu- I don't blame him. flashes going I don't blame off. Him. And he was saying you know? that he had a photographer, you know, a couple of weeks ago that was, you know, had like five strobes set up there and it was just like, he could not, literally just not get a shot. And he mm-hmm. kind of it kind of asked then, and it became a problem, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't blame him at all for calling. And I, and I talked to him about that. I was like, "Man, you're totally right. It's better to deal with this now than be dealing with this at the wedding." So I'm glad you called, you know, to talk about it. Um, but we kind of like got off the phone after my first response, and then he sent me a text. He's like, "Hey, are we gonna have a problem?" You know, and it was kind of like it was a little oh. bit too too far. It was like, <laughs> and so then I was like, "I'm not getting into a text message thing with this guy." So I ended up calling him back. And uh, just basically saying, hey, man, listen, we are going to work fine. I promise you. I promise you I'm going to try and give you that 15 seconds, you know. Um, but just I, I still need to be honest with you. You know, like if something amazing is happening, I'm going to have to shoot it because I, I, I'm going to have to because because I'm going to have to. Um, but so we ended up working the wedding and guy was totally cool, dude. You know what I mean? Totally cool, dude. We had a good wedding. It was all good. I'm glad that we talked about it beforehand. I'm, gl- I'm glad that he called beforehand rather than just coming up with that that on the spot or whatever. And I know that it sounds yeah. like from a videography standpoint, it's like, what? You can't give me 15 seconds? What? A, you know what I mean? You know, I won't say right, it on right. the air here. But like, but at the same time, it's like, it's it's literally just, and I was telling him, I was like, listen, man, we both just want to be able to do our jobs. That's all it comes down to, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, you know, it's so funny, man, because we were just talking about the last episode. We were talking about dance, you know, the first, the dance shots. And it, we we're like saying like, well, hey, why don't we put the groom and the and the bride at the end? Because it's like, it takes us a while to like find those angles and find that, find that look that we're going for. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I feel like every freaking second that we have totally counts. And you know what happened at the actual wedding on Saturday? Uh, they were like the the songs. the The father was comes up to me before the dances, and he's like, "Hey, you mm-hmm. know, just so you know, this dance is going to be super short." 
because I have a back problem and I can only be up there for, oh, really? for like oh. a minute or something like that. Yeah. So then I was like, so I was like, I was <laughs> the videographer, I was like, hey, just so you know, that what was already going to be a problem is going to be a little bit harder. But he actually mm-hmm. ended up being up there more than a minute. And I totally, I gave him the 15 seconds and it was all good. And I don't feel like I was missing any shots or anything like that in the yeah. situation. Um, so it was all good. But I don't know. I just, you know, it, I just was curious hey. to see what your response and your reaction, because I didn't know if I was too... I wanted to like kind of gauge myself, like where I kind of fell on that, you know? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. so. Well, cool. Glad, uh, glad everything worked out. Okay. Gosh, you know, I'd, uh, I had a little bit of a little bit. Well, not me personally had an issue. Um, I guess it could have been, but luckily it wasn't. Okay. But I was, I was shooting at a church. Uh, and this is, this is your conundrum now, right? No, 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 this is just me randomly talking. Okay, cool. (laughs) Just building off your story okay. about videographers, and this isn't a complaint—not not at least for me. But um, actually, he did get in quite a few of my shots. But during the ceremony, the videographer—I um, mean, ever since I started wedding photography and I shot my first wedding, I got the rules of never walk on the altar yes. during the ceremony. Simple, yes. Rule number one: ninety percent of the time. And yep. ever ever since I said, "Okay, that is the rule. Never do that." Right. And in a videographer, he walked right on the altar oh, during the ceremony. Yeah. Not only not only did he walk on it, he went like to the behind it where people were, you know, you know when the priest gets up and does oh my his god, reading. this was a Christian. He, this is Christian, dude. He, yes, oh yes. My god. And he and he was stand he was standing literally right behind. No, the priest. Oh, no, don't do that. I, oh my I, god, don't do I, that. I, I thought the priest was gonna stop everything. Yeah. And because I saw, I saw him through my lens, like him just looking at this guy. Yeah. And and with me, um, I, I try, I try to sometimes, especially when there's churches I visit a lot, I just try to make little small talk. Um, yes. With the priest, Matt, just to, 100%. just to give him a heads up. You know, mm-hmm. good to see you again. Uh, great to be here. Any rules that have changed since the last time I was here? And usually when I say that, they're like, "Oh no, feel free to just please stay out of the way." Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh no, no problem. I have my big lens on. This is what this is for. I lurk, I lurk in the shadows. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this guy was right behind the priest the entire time. And and afterwards, um, I, I I just said to him, that guy, he's not he's not associated with me. He's not my guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I know. He was like, what was up with that? And and now I know why some priests are so yeah, man. mean to yeah, us. Absolutely. You know, because I mean, there's people like that who just do things like that. Um. Blew, blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, but so, anyways, to to our listeners, if you've never shot a wedding or if you're just an assistant, that's that's just rule of of uh, respect of the church. Um, right. Now, you know, don't 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 go on the altar. Now, this this is a very freeform episode so far. I'm just going to play off of that too, um, and tell mm-hmm. you about like the worst experience I ever had photographing a wedding at a church. Um, with, but on the opposite side of the coin. All right, so. This is um, this is when I was first getting started, and I was second shooting with a friend, and you know before the before the ceremony, we both do what you're supposed to do, which is like what you just said. We went up to the priest and said, "Hey, are there any house rules? What do we need to be doing?" And they were pretty mm-hmm. strict. He was like, "Do not go in front of the fourth aisle. Like, just do not uh, stay back behind the fourth aisle. Don't be don't be uh, like using flash during the uh, sermon." Um, stay low key like he was like really specific and we're like okay so we were like we're gonna you know we're in his house so to speak so we're gonna do exactly yeah, what yeah. he a- is asking so mm-hmm. we do exactly what he's asked what he what he asked for literally did do exactly what he asked for and you know sometimes if if those were the instructions don't be in front of the fourth aisle i'm like yeah okay so i'm still gonna you know kind of move up and down the aisles <laughs> you know but in an indiscreet kind of way you know yeah, um, if yeah. there's a different kind of shot or like move towards the back to get down the center aisle, that kind of thing. Um, but very indiscreet, totally like what you do at every, you know, wedding, you know. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this priest, literally stops. He just stops the entire mass, stops. Mm. And he says this the, verbatim. If I could just ask the, the the photographers to stop running up and down the aisles and head to the back of the back of the church and st- and remain there for the rest of the ceremony, stops, does that literally right in the middle of the wedding, with a couple like oh it was the most 
awkward, weird, embarrassing, crazy thing that you would ever expect. And we were doing exactly what he asked us to do. It was it mm-hmm. was just ridiculous. So that happens. And so we do what he says and we go to the back and we just, you know, finish out the rest of the rest of the ceremony there. Mm-hmm. We get back, we get to the reception and literally just everybody at that reception was coming up to us and they were just saying, "Oh my god, that was so ridiculous what he did. You guys were totally fine. That was just unbelievable mm-hmm. that he did that." Like literally, just like maybe 20 to 30 guests came up to us and said that during the reception that it was just so stupid and so ridiculous how he did that. The couple was upset too. And mm-hmm. and you know, we even made it into like <laughs> the speeches and he's like, "Yeah, you know, father so and so couldn't be here today. We know the the photographers are really upset about that." You know, you know, like it's kind of just like a yeah, just like yeah. a joke or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, and so come to find out that in talking to other photographers in the area um, in Rochester, this guy does this all the time. This priest does it all the time. What I just described to you has mm-hmm. happened multiple times to multiple photographers. And, and my friend who got married by this guy in like 2008, like a long time ago, same thing <laughs> happened because we have a... Yeah, really? we have a video clip. I have a video clip of that actual situation happening because I was friends with the videographer okay. at that wedding. And he's, he, like, gave us a clip of it because it was so ridiculous. I should mm-hmm. show you this clip. Um, yeah, post on yeah, YouTube. I, yeah, I know. I know. And it's so – and it's like – but you don't want to, you know, create waves or whatever. But it's like oh, – Yeah, I know. But, it's, but, but if it's a common <laughs> occurrence – you know, and this happened in 2008 at my friend's wedding. And she has the same video clip, same thing from the same dude, same thing. And, like – isn't the wedding supposed to be about the couple? Isn't it supposed to be about the couple? Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it's a total power trip thing for this guy. And it's just, it just, oh my God, it was the worst thing ever. And it just, that that's just my, you know, terrible experience with somebody mm. going on a power trip, you know, having it not be about the couple. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's, I'm just going to call it and like about it is. all the money that they're spending on you to be there yeah. too, to document those moments. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Unreal. So, uh, Neil. So yeah, to to my my little conundrum, or unless you give no, something no, no. else. No, that's to, actually uh, that's actually me. perfect because we'll do your conundrum and then we'll kind of switch gears into the that you know that second part that we talked okay. about. So so Neil, you have a conundrum for me. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, we were well, we were kind of talking about this the other night, so you have a little heads up of what's what's going on. Uh, let's say your your future wife or your uh, or your one of your photographers who who works for you is shooting another wedding. And they, they call you a couple times during the reception and you actually have a moment to uh, call them back and see what's going on. Um, and the, uh, the photographer says, my main camera, when I look through, when I go to take a picture, um, everything is showing up red. And, it, you know, it, she, she can't see through the camera, but she feels, she feels the camera locking focus. She takes a picture and... And the LCD screen, it's actually showing up like it took a picture, but she can't really, fo- you know, choose her focus points uh, because it's all red when when she chooses her focus point um, in the LCD screen. So, um, yeah, and w- once you got that phone call, I should have done a ring, ring, right. ring, Andy. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, you know, any any suggestions? Yeah, two, and I'm sure there, there's and, and 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 this is a Nikon D uh, D750. Okay, so there's two. Um... There's there's one obvious answer and that's just you know use your backup camera, um, mm-hmm. but the the technically on the D750 I do I've never heard of that I've never heard of a camera like on the LCD was showing red images is that what you're saying like through the viewfinder, through the viewfinder. so the entire thing was completely yep. red the 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 images were fine um, it, but she she couldn't lock focus she she couldn't see anything through the viewfinder it was it was pretty it was much black. darkness and then you click the button it, it's all red yep so so very very so odd when she's situation. looking through the viewfinder there's literally no you don't see anything nothing uh okay so one thing i would say is you can shoot in live view so you can put the camera in live view and shoot in live view uh-huh. um and mm-hmm. then at least you can see what you're shooting um but mm-hmm. that means there's got to be something wrong with like a mirror locking up or or the lens not being on right or there's some kind of like the mirror or this that's something really not right happens with that camera um for to not see anything mm-hmm. I, I would think 
Um, if it was something yeah. technical, but it couldn't be if it's just the viewfinder because you don't have to have the camera even on to look be able to look through the viewfinder, right? So, right. Uh, technically, I wouldn't know the answer to why that is, other than the only thing that I could say, and I think there would be like a zero, like is like take the lens off, put the lens back on, like play with the mirror a second, see if that that mm-hmm. fix it if the mirror is locked up or something weird is going on if there's some something happened inside yeah. that and, camera. And, or... and you know what? Um... And I Googled it right away, too, just to try and try and give her an answer. But uh, nothing came up. So this is a new issue Um, and something I never heard of before either. But I kind of had an idea of how to fix it. I just had to kind of get with the camera and and play with the buttons. And I really didn't want to risk playing with my camera that I was using Mm -hmm. at that wedding to try and figure it out. Uh, But that night there was um, there's a switch um, in in. Uh, a couple nights ago when you were talking in person, I, I told you the wrong button that I hit. Um, there's actually the, t- the toggle in front of the camera where you go from autofocus to manual to continuous. You know, you know that, that switch yeah, on actually, front of the camera? I'm it's super still... curious because we started to talk about this the other day. Let me just go get yeah. my D750. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, time out. <clears throat> okay, we're back with our D750s. Okay. Um, Okay, I, I lied about the whole continuous uh, button. It's the autofocus manual on the um, right underneath the button where uh, you push in to take off the uh, the lens. Okay, see that yeah. see that little button yep. there. Well, that yeah. that goes into your auto autofocus three D points and and all that stuff, yes. which I uh, just changes to where what I was on. I okay, I think I got it back. Well, yeah, and that this is what I mentioned the other episode where I constantly use that button and switch between AFC and AFC. Well, this is this is the button I played with. Now I can't because it was so late at night. It was probably about twelve, twelve thirty in the morning when I when I got home and started playing with this. And I really don't want to mess with it too much because this is this is my main thing. Um, but yeah. yeah, that that's what I was pushing and and I was toggling back and forth, and that's what got it out of it. Now I okay, except how do you recreate? I, I it don't though? want to. How do you recreate it? <laughs> yep. I, so because I'm because I'm looking through my camera yeah. right now, and I how would you recreate not being able to see through the viewfinder? I, I, I have like no that? idea. I, I, think, I don't want to. I, I don't want to push that button and and mess around with the switches too much unless you do. You're more than welcome to. Um, oh yeah, I'll play with it because <laughs> I, I thought, you were, about, I thought so, you were talking uh, about. I, I, I don't want to mess things up. Because yeah. I want to know. So, like, when I hit the – I was thinking, like, the depth of field preview maybe mm-hmm. button was stuck, and that's why it looked dark um, or something. Unless, unless there's um, some kind of error of program error or uh, software error, I'm not I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But that's what I pushed, and I, I did a couple things. I'm not sure exactly what I did. I wish I had an answer, and I wish I could recreate it, but I can't. But I – actually, I, I won't. Here's not what that I, I can't, here's what, but I won't. Here's what I yes, think please. happened. Maybe. Maybe, I think the lens was not on right. Because if if you look through, if you put no. if you're looking through your viewfinder and you put on you put on a lens and it's not on all the way, it's much darker than it should but, be. But but when she you got know? home, you know the the camera was all put back together, and then when when she got home, I took it out, put a lens on it, and it was it was the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. So literally couldn't see anything through Correct. the viewfinder. Just totally, totally black, black, except and, except and, the, and then except when you the push the button, it's all there. red. The whole screen lights up red. Well, well, yeah, because the autofocus is still trying to yeah, do something, yeah, basically, yeah. right? So it's it's a very that is very, very strange. Thing, but I've if any of our listeners like do uh, this happens to happen, and you have a D seven fifty, I mean, I don't know, just pushing that button and toggle around like I did. <laughs> I lit- I literally can't imagine what would what would do that. Uh, listeners, if you know if you know what the what is going on, please yeah. let us know. What but is but going luckily on she uh, she did what have a backup like and and she um. But you know uh the her uh, her assistant that day shoots Canon, um and the videographers they shoot Sony, so they had no idea what what to do. There weren't there weren't any Nikon shooters uh, uh with her to help her and and. Either. But luckily, yeah. she, you know that that's what backups are are for, anyways. 
Sure. But yeah, there's there's that conundrum. And you know, the other night when we were all together, we were talking about this, you know, I was kind of making fun of my wife about how she just randomly pushes things, touches things and, and things don't work. And she's always coming to me. Um, my iPhone won't work. It's like, what did you do? Oh, my computer (laughs) won't work. What did you do? And, uh, so it was kind of like one of those moments and gosh, you know, just a couple days later at my wedding, I hit something on my camera and something bad happened. It could have been a lot worse, but something bad happened. Um, shot the ceremony. I was doing family portraits. And when I'm doing family portraits, you know, as I'm getting the family together, uh, I sometimes hand my camera off to Danielle, my wife or my assistant, um, uh, just to hold it or maybe switch out, um, SB 900 if it's heating up. And, uh, so once I have everybody back together, I grab the camera from her and when I grabbed the camera from her, it was kind of like an awkward handoff. And I kind of mm-hmm. grabbed the camera and the camera was on and I felt myself hitting a button and I'm like, oh no. And then when I brought the camera across my body, I felt a dial hit my shirt and I was like, oh no, that's, that's even worse because just because we were just talking about it a couple of days before I'm like, oh, yeah. I yeah. hope something didn't happen because all of these buttons mean something. Especially when you hit a dial while you're pushing in a button. So so I take a picture. Everything looks normal. Great. Fine. I didn't. Nothing happened. So I get home, upload the images. And why are all of my images in JPEG? Oh, that happens Mm. to me sometimes. That happened to me sometimes. And and you know what? Thankfully, it it was in JPEG fine. Not like JPEG right. low. Can you imagine if if it was like right. low resolution? It, that, that was just oh, I, half half yeah. the day was all in JPEG. I'm not used to shooting JPEG. Yeah. I'm not used to. Are you shooting on two? Cards? I am. Yep. And it, both both cards. And it's yeah, in it for it, both cards. Both cards. Yeah. Because I, um, I have the I have I this, to, that was no because separate. I have the second card to automatically back up. The first card. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. So I have, I have that too, but I thought you had is, to maybe is there, um, yeah. No, because I checked both cards. So, like, if you hit down the plus button and then go to the left yeah. or right, that will change. Yep, that's... So, like, that something like that yeah, happens. The quali- like, yeah, I that's that. the quality it, button, yeah. And You know what happens to me all the time, too? On this, I for I, probably about seven times, <laughs> no no doubt, seven times this, this, this past wedding season... I'll be shooting my D750, and all, of, and then all of a sudden, in my viewfinder, it'll like show me that I'm not shooting FX. It'll show me that I'm shooting mm. DX. You know, but at least yeah, you can see true. it immediately yep. when you're when you're looking through, and it shows you it's like you're shooting crop mode. I'm like, somehow I hit the crop mode button. On I do it all the time. Somehow I must hit the I button, and then swing this thing over you know to dx mode or I, I, there's there's oh maybe it's the info button i don't know somehow I, I should probably look at this right now and realize what i'm doing so i can try not to do it because it's just crazy to me though that literally about maybe i'm exaggerating maybe about five times maybe four or five times but four or five times i've had it just like literally be in you know crop mode when and and it's like then i gotta go back into dx mode happens all the time i don't know why on the d750 yeah and um but. You know what the uh, when you're looking through the uh, the viewfinder um, and you're in JPEG or RAW, it doesn't it doesn't say anywhere uh, that you're shooting in JPEG or RAW. So it's not like I could have I could have looked through there right. and kind of noticed That's it. That's true. But what it totally what it true, does yeah. do, um, which is in the bottom right hand corner, is tell you how many pictures you have remaining. Um, and right. while I'm in, and I remember this when when I. Look at Nine thousand. Yeah, I, I, because <laughs> me- memory cards are so big now that I won't even yeah. pay attention to that number anymore. Um, right. So yeah. it's yeah. so you know, wouldn't even pay attention to that. Even if it, even right. if it did say five thousand, it wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even notice. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that was my conundrum. So I guess uh, I got to be a little bit more careful when handing off the camera. <sighs> and listeners, just to remember, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, do remember that we have a hand-picked assortment of information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bi-wedding photographers. I was on time there. Uh, We have a listener. Oh, on time and with energy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And a good segue into uh, our our next topic here. 
Yeah. Did, was it Iggy that said no, that? No, You're always our, a little bit with that. Or who said that? Jen, uh, who just recently w- okay. wrote us a wonderful email with a lot. Man, you are on top of it. Of you were just on top oh, of man. it. Oh, man. Andy, just, you don't, even, you don't even have to be here today. I'm just going to take over the show from now on. <laughs> no, I'm exactly kidding. Right, That's exactly right. Um, so, uh, so the show goes live every other week. And please do leave us a review in iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. Uh, the the reviews are very important. Remember that it's, we appreciate it if you leave a nice long review that that says great things because that helps other people find it. But if that's too much for you, just remember that you can just uh, you can click some stars over in iTunes and that really helps people find it. We sincerely do appreciate mm-hmm. it, especially if you get something out of the show and you're somebody that's listening and hasn't done that yet. Don't be that person. Um, uh, help us help us out so other people can find yes, us. Uh, and also, do help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. That's info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Just like Jen wrote in a uh, crazy long email. Yeah, and Jen, uh, the, we- the reason why I mentioned Jen earlier is because she she loves how I'm pretty much always off cue when it's when it's my turn for the intros. So that's that's why yeah. I was She's calling yeah, you out. Yeah, she man. did. And I was right out, on man. top of it today. Yes, you were. There's no doubt about I can't, that. I can't Nobody promise can it that. for future episodes, but today I'm I'm yes. on top of it. <laughs> but today it happened just for you, John. Um so I, okay, because her email is is long, uh I'm going to try and summarize a little bit, maybe reading bits and pieces of it. And then Neil just cut me off. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So, okay. So Jen basically says she loves the podcast and thank you. Um, and uh, she's a family photographer. She's still developing her li- skill set between lifestyle and documentary, taking pics. Uh, she's only been working at it uh, for three years. Uh, she's done a few weddings as well, but only elope- elopements. Um, she's not sure that weddings are her thing, but she loves children and working with families. Um, and she's also a teacher and a stay-at-home mom with number three on the way. So there's a lot going on. Jen, you got a lot going on. It's tough. <laughs> tough to be, for, be a photographer with a lot going on. Not totally possible. You can keep doing it, but it's just tough. Um, uh, anyway, I have been working as a photographer the last few years part-time and stay-at-home with kids uh, as a creative outlet, etc. cetera. Um, it's tricky, but she's doing it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows that we focus on wedding, but she, weddings, but she's learned a lot from us both. Um, she's found it hard to ring anything great out there for families. What does that mean? Um, um I don't know. Anyway, it's, and she, she basically is making the point that she feels like that we're still a good resource for, even if though she's shooting mostly families, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, so she has this internal artistic conflict. Um, does she want to keep doing families or does she want to make more money shooting weddings? Um, ideally she'd like to focus on families. Um, but, uh, but should she just kind of like suck it up and do weddings to make a little bit better of a financial living, um, for her and her family, I think is basically what, what she's kind of saying here. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, uh, the only other thing that I want to add that she kind of wrote in here that will be important for our conversation is that she uh, follows her husband's work around moving around the world every three years. So she has to start fresh all the time and that can be a bit of a challenge. Yeah, um, so I think let's get into this part of it first. Yeah, of course. And then after we get into this part, um, if we have time um, or maybe we'll save the rest of her questions for the next episode, but we'll just see, we'll just get into this first and then kind of see where that goes. Mm-hmm. So Neil, what do you, what do you tell her? Should she stick to families? Uh, should she get into more weddings uh, uh, you know uh, <sighs> to make some more money or should, and then she's got this three year thing issue moving every three years. So what do you, what do you tell John? You know, she's got, she, she has a lot going on. Let's, let's say that, but you can, you can just through this email, you can really feel her passion of shooting families. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. that's really her thing. And that's really her niche. Now I think she should stay with that. Um, just focus on that. And once you're, once you're, I mean, I know family photographers out there and they make a killing, uh, because that's their specialty. Um, and, and they have really high packages where they make albums and sell prints and everything. Um, so, I mean, if, if, if you're making a killing at it, um, you, you really don't need to focus on weddings, uh, ser- seriously. Uh, just, just like how there's, uh, there's photographers who are just, they only do senior photography, um, and, and they make a killing at it. So if that's your niche, if that's what you're passionate about, stick with it. Um, I know weddings are a lot more money, but with you having to relocate every three years, 
unless you do elopements all the time, um, that's that's going to be really, really tough uh, because you, you're going to have to put, put yourself on contract a year or two in advance. Um, unless you stay with elopements or unless you uh, do a lot, of, a lot of second shooter, like a, I'm sorry, a lot of second shooting um, for other photographers is to where, you know, they, they just talk, you know, touch base with you a month in advance. Um, it's not a whole lot of money, but it is still more income. But then again, with three kids, you're going to have three kids and with your husband at work, you know, your weekends will become a lot more valuable to you. So you will lose your weekends as well. Um, so that, that's what I kind of have to say about that. Yeah. And I totally, um, I totally agree with, with all your points there. I think that, um, here's the thing, Jen, there are, as much as we might be a good resource for basic general shooting tips and things like that. I think what you actually really need to do is find, and I don't know if there's a podcast for family shooters, uh, for what photography podcast for family shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, if there is, uh, let us know and I'll pass it on to Jen. If somebody's listening into the show and they know that there is, let us know and we'll pass it on to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and if, but if there's not, if there's not a, a podcast, you know, for family shooters, I think that you really need to like go to a WPPI or go to uh, uh, like a PPA, uh, one of the conferences, and go to some of those family session uh, uh, workshops. Because I, you know, like what Neil was saying, there are people that literally do make a killing at family stuff, but you really have to. You really have to know your, the ins and outs of your stuff. You know how you, you need to like market yourself as that person that everybody goes to. You need to have that aura around you and your business where it's like that's the only place that people in town want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's tough for you because you move every three years. But I feel like that's easier if you just kind of like you can probably build up a business in like six months to a year. At least you'll get a good two years out of that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but you can do it. I think that it's just... Um, I think you need to be like really just so on top of your game um, with like how you're charging and how you're doing your print sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need to value your time enough to know that um, in the same sense that, you know, listeners have heard me talk about on the show, I want to make a certain amount of money per year. You need to ask yourself that same question. How, how much do you want to make per year? If you were, you know, take the full time or take the, you know, the, the part time thing out of the equation and, you know, you're a mother with kids. Take that out of the equation and say, well, if you were full time, how much would you need to charge to make that salary? You know, like that salary that you would want if you if you weren't if you were full time, if mm-hmm. you could be. Um, I ask yourself that question. Ask how much you you would want to make, and then break it down uh, to how much you would have to charge for a family shoot, or how many you're capable of doing per day. Maybe it's just one, and if it's just one or two. Um, then you say, okay, I need to make this amount of money per day if I was full-time in order to make that salary. And if you're not charging that much, then uh, you're really kind of undervaluing what you're you're worth. Um, Or, you know, and it might be scary. That number that you find might be really scary. It might be like, you know, I don't know. Let me exaggerate and say that it's, and for some people it's not, but you know, let me just say that it's a thousand dollars a day for most people. Maybe it's not depending on what your, your goal of a salary is and everything like that, you know, and if it's a thousand dollars a day, then that means you need two shoots at $500 in order to pay for your business costs and all that kind of stuff. But so whatever that number might be for you, um, make sure that you're at least hitting that number. And then that's going to give you the confidence to basically say that, Hey, I actually need to charge this much because if I don't, then I'm really, I would be making $30,000 a year and that's not acceptable to me. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it, it, it at least gives you that thing where it's like, if the world wants there to be family photographers that specialize in this and do an incredible job, then this is what it costs the world. If they want somebody to have a reasonable salary, it's literally, it literally is just what it costs. And then that's going to give you the confidence to charge what you need to charge in order to make that happen. But this is just like base level stuff that I'm just trying to relate to how I would think about it if I were going to do that. But I know you'll get more in-depth answers from actual family shooters that are making a real living doing this at at an exceptional level um, that are going to give you the finer details about how to, you know, how to price and how to, how to get, uh, clients in and how to, how to do the print sales and all that kind of thing. So I would suggest looking into one of those workshops and, uh, kind of going from there. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, but don't stop listening to us though. Yeah, exactly. Keep, yeah, we'll, you'll still get something out of us too. So don't forget us. <laughs> um, so 
Yeah, do you want to just keep going here? We'll keep going. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, so she's got a couple other questions. She's like to hear more about, um, uh, okay. She says there's a lot of workshops, online courses, eBooks, books, blah, blah, blah. Um, she feels like a lot are, can be not the best use of money. Uh, so she's taken a lot and spent a lot of the years. So of course I just told her to go to a workshop too. Um, (laughs) but, uh, so I've taken and spent a lot. And I hope she's not talking about my book. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so she really wants to continue to grow, um, but she wants it to be worth the money. She would love to hear more um, more on some organizations or things that maybe listeners have used that felt worthwhile. So actually, I kind of already just answered that question, especially yeah. for the for the PPA and the WPPI stuff. Like, I, especially if you haven't gone before, you know, the first few times you go, I think it's going to be more valuable. Um, oh, and so if. Yeah. If you have it, you really, really should. You really should, and it'll get you networking and seeing some other people, and then, and then following them on Facebook, following following the session, and kind of becoming friends with people, um, and seeing where they're at and what they're doing in their their local places. Um, so, yeah, and and actually, if you do go to these workshops, actually go to a workshop that's going to help your business. Don't go to a workshop just because the guy's cool, the guy's popular, or this girl does that. You know. Go go to someone who's actually going to help your business. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time at, yep. at some of these. So, but yeah, yep. just anyway. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <clears throat> um. So we'll just kind of go on. She's got a couple more mm-hmm. little things here. Uh. So midday, bright, sunny day shoots. Where do you go? What are you looking for in location? Um. Sure. <laughs> let's deal with that. What do you do when it's, sure. when it's the midday, bright, sunny day shoot? Um, well, of course, we always, we, I mean, of course, we always um, look for the shadow areas, but um, I, but don't be afraid to embrace the sun. Um, there, there are tricks of, of posing and everything as to where people can look beautiful in the sun. And uh, especially when the sun is uh, hitting them like directly, it, it just, when, when you, I don't know, I see my kind of shooting, I like to underexpose things, especially when that sun is hitting them. Um, that's just my style, which I shouldn't even give, give you tips because then we have to kind of get into a whole, there's a whole other episode. I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, I mean, you just kind of train yourself of how to shoot into the sun. Um, use it as backlight. You can, I don't know. You just, you can just use it in, in just as any other light source. Um, Go ahead, Andy. Just sure, take it away sure, because sure, sure. I, I I do things that are different, and I don't want to kind of go down that, that sure rabbit hole right now. Sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would just say that you know when you have bright sunny day and you have to shoot, and it's like in the worst spot possible, like really up high and that kind of thing. Um. The only thing that I can say is that try try your best to find a location that, like Neil was saying, is shady, or and you can put them in the shade. Hopefully you can find a place that's in the shade with shade in the background. Don't try not to shoot in the shade and then have like everything white in the background. Um, cause everything's just gonna be totally blown out. Um, and it's not the best look, but sometimes that's what you got to work with, you know? Sure. sure. Um, sometimes you can only do the best you can in the provided situation. Uh, that said, I'm, I'm in my head right now when I'm answering this, I'm thinking more wedding party stuff as opposed to couple mm-hmm. stuff. But if it was more couple stuff, um, then you know like neil said you can you can try and use the light source so like if it's a bride if you're just shooting the bride you can like have her like angle her chin up and put her face into the sun and expose for the highlights so that if you're exposing for the highlights the you know it's not everything's not totally blown out and you have and you're just um that's that i think that is the the most important lesson that it takes a lot of photographers a long time to learn is 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 that expose for the highlights when it's appropriate to do so um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times when I first got to start, I was like, Oh, I want to see everybody's face. So I'm going to expose up and, and that, and, and put the, and their faces are in the shade and everything else is like, like white in the background, you know? And it's like, no, mm-hmm. like if you have, like, I was really happy with the shot that I got a few weddings ago. It's on my Instagram account, um, for people that are listening, but it's like, I found this, it was like one of those days. It was one of those days where it was like shooting in the middle of the day. It was really kind of like not good shooting conditions at all. And as I'm shooting this thing, um, you know, we were, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and find some shady areas. And we kind of went into some trees, but this light was like cutting through like in the, in like a good kind of way, cutting through the trees. And like, and I saw it like land on, on this couple's face as they were walking about, like, wait a second, wait a second, go right back into that patchy light over there. 
and uh, they went in the patchy light, and I turned the bride's um, face towards that light and had him, like, look in. Uh, you know, the, the groom kind of, like, just look in and close her eyes and kind of have, like, a little intimate moment. And, mm-hmm. like, I was so proud of myself on that shot because it's, like, that was one of those, like, n- like really not great shooting situations where you're in the middle of the day. But you can find things when you look for them. Um, sometimes it just takes a, lo- a long cha- challenge. It's a challenge to look for them. Like, three, four years ago, never would have thought to take that shot. Never would have thought to take that shot. Um, but the more that you shoot, the more, I think, advanced you start thinking about light and the different possibilities in different situations. Um, so I think that's actually probably a pretty good example. I'll, um, yeah, I, th- I think that really helps her because, uh, this is more family shooting of, I think of what she's asking for, because right. I was going to go down the whole, bring out the flashes, overpower the sun, all that stuff. Right. And I don't, I don't think that's really a style of, of what she wants to use, wants to do for family, family portraits. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, sometimes I was, so- I was. Sometimes, though, that's oh, not – you know, you're right, though, but sometimes it's not a terrible idea. Like, if you literally – if you can, if you're technically inclined enough to know how to overpower the sun, then that actually could be great. But um, – and, and you have the gear with you. But for family shoots, a lot of times I know, especially when yeah. there's kids involved, <laughs> you're, like, running around chasing after the kids, trying to get whatever you can. Um, yeah, there's no and way. setting up setting up that kind of shot. You can do it. It's possible might be difficult but you yeah but for family shoot it's sometimes not practical too so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so, so anyway good, good good excellent um i actually think i think you know, we should maybe even just wrap up at this point i don't know you you think so because she's got a couple uh i mean these are kind of short questions um because her next question is how often do you clean your cameras professionally um and calibrate your lenses i send my i send my gear in um uh, I don't, at the beginning I, of at the beginning whoa, of every whoa, season hold on a second. so hold on a second. i don't know what do you see see how easy that was no, yeah Just, yeah i see how easy it was but but there's literally one two three four five six or seven more questions here that are all that, that some of them well, hold on. some hold of on. them neil i know that we could spend a show talking about that's the only reason that you i said that so? yeah, yeah okay okay well uh well, how about, okay, okay how about we'll do that one and then we'll say let's save part two for the next time because there's some of these questions that we could talk more about I think. Sure, sure. I think. I don't know. But how often do... Okay, okay, okay. Well, edit, edit this whole no, part No, 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 no. We're leaving no. it. This is the way... No no. no, 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 no. This is us, people. This is us. This is what happens. This is how we do these shows. We're leaving it in. It also saves me out of time later. Um, but let's... let. So let's do... Let's do the... <laughs> actually, actually it's, yeah, yeah. I think we should leave it in only because um, I have an idea. Okay. I don't know if it's really going to work. And, and I talked to you about this the other night, last week, about for our 50th episode is coming up. Okay. Wait, what... What episode are we on? 44? Number 44, yeah. I think. 44. Okay. So we, we have a little while until 50 sure. comes up. But my idea is to let's do a live broadcast oh. of the podcast. Okay. I'm in. I, I, I guess you don't remember me mentioning this. That uh, no, <laughs> no, I do. I remember. And I think, I think okay. we should. We can do Facebook Live. We can do, uh, we can do Periscope. Live. We can yep. do them all. Yep. We'll do YouTube yep. Live. We'll do them all at the same time. Um, yeah, but it would be- yeah. So listeners, episode 50 let's yeah let's yeah we'll plan uh, we'll think more about it and try and figure out a time and maybe uh a time that works for everybody here's what we need to do we actually need to get like a facebook group going we need to yeah we need to get a facebook group going because we need we need a better way of communicating with our listeners to kind of like even plan a time to be honest right that's true we're we're gonna have to do it i I think we gotta bite that bullet it's gotta happen Okay, you heard it. Uh, just another you, thing. You heard it manage. here. You heard okay. it here first. Let's go ahead. We're gonna get, we're gonna get that Facebook group going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so so yeah, and then we'll start pushing that out the Facebook group, and then we'll kind of we'll figure out a time a live time that maybe works yeah, for people. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. So back to the back to John, question. but just one more question because we're because we're going long, and, and it's nice we'll have some for next time too. <laughs> okay, so um, so how often do you clean your cameras professionally? Um, I have a terrible answer for that question. How often did you did you answer the question? How often? Uh, the beginning, uh, right before every season okay. starts. If we have like a little lull, we just kind of schedule that and send okay. those send those babies in to get uh, cleaned yeah. and. And everything so um because usually destination season is usually o- over and we're not shooting on beaches anymore yeah. uh, and that's usually when we usually that's usually when things are just the dirtiest yeah. so yeah my answer is it's like once a year or two i'll i'll do it myself before wedding season um you know but the thing but you know some some photographers will like clean their clean out their sensor literally before like every wedding they shoot i think that's kind of crazy um 
but it, I also understand why because here's the thing, Neil, you or I right now, if we get out a 20 millimeter lens and put it on our camera and shoot it F16 and point it at the sky and expose for the sky, <laughs> do you know the amount of sensor dust and and just junk where you have all over our lenses? Oh, it's it's insane. Trust me. Uh, Trust yeah. me. It is insane. Actually, actually, actually you know what? Yeah. No, no. I just did it last night. Mine's no, fine. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I'll, you, I'll show you a picture. I'll, oh, my gosh. I'll show you a picture take, right now. It's straight take, out of the camera. You, if you have, no, and, I I'm shot it, and I shot I, it at sorry. F20. I shot okay. it at F20. Yeah, well, F20, when you were exposed for the sky, so it wasn't like white and it was like blue, and you had a blue sky. Oh yeah, it was it was like, like a nice nonsense. Show me, show me, show me what that image looks like. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can you can do it how, off. How here. can I show you my yeah. screen? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, it, dude, if you don't clean your, I'm F20, sorry, baby. I'm sorry. F twenty, and this is no, and no, no, we no. just got if back. You from don't clean your camera for like a year, and you're shooting at F twenty at the sky. I guarantee you, there's all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff. Sensor dust. Nope, nope. Didn't then, happen, then you, man. Sir are some kind of miracle <laughs> maker, and there is a aura around you that. And I don't, I, I don't clean. My, I don't even clean my stuff. I don't even wipe my my lenses off unless okay. it's it's yeah. raining. But uh, that that I kind of no, do. No. I kind of do that. But anyway, all right, listeners. Oh, oh yeah, because you don't put lens caps. Yeah, that's on your right. Lenses. And I ruin my gear all the time, <laughs> which I still have lenses that need to be repaired. But whatever, that's another story. Uh, anyway, uh, listeners, I think that's going to wrap things up for today for episode number forty three. Thank you for listening, and this has been episode forty three. Wedding photographers unite. Neil, where can people find you? Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Google me, find me, message me. And my name is Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Find me on social media, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and we'll get that Facebook group going. So kind of like be on the lookout for that. Um, Maybe, should I do it? (laughs) Should we really do it? Maybe I'll get it going and like start putting a link in the show notes. That means we're really going to do it then. Yeah. All right, everybody. Oh, you just committed. You just committed, man. I know. All right. Well, so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening in, and we'll see you next time.